How you guys doing? This is Mike from 603 Amtech. So today, this is our very first podcast, and we're really going to just showcase ourselves. We're going to show you guys what we're all about, what Mike Perez is about, what Zach Townsend is about, and what Sebastian's all about. Here to my left, we got uh, Zach Townsend. He's uh, my operations coordinator. He basically does everything I do, plus more. Then we, we got Seabass. How we yeah. doing? Then we got Seabass here, media guy. Yes, sir. Wannabe. No, oh. <laughs> oh. no I'm just kidding. No, Sebastian <laughs> brought this all together for yeah, us. You did no. a great job. Stop. We really did. It, Stop. We, we wouldn't be here without Seabass. So that's that's what I'm trying to say. So basically, you know, everybody knows I started in a van. I started by myself. And then this guy, Sebastian, reached out to me on Instagram. He's like, Mike, Strolled on in. I really love what you're doing. <laughs> and I can really hype you up and make you look so famous on Instagram. <laughs> well, he made you the I? man in the van. I did mean, I? Dude, everywhere I go now, I'm like a celebrity. Oh my God. I go, I go, I go, oh my God. I go to a Celtics game. I ran in, run into Armando. He's like, yo. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. You know, I'm like down, downtown Boston running into customers. I'm so, like, what, what is that like? Do you enjoy that when uh, people approach you outside of the work environment? Or is that something that you kind of expected? No, I didn't expect that. And honestly, I'm not like that, but I love, like, it, it is a good feeling to have. Yeah. But it's like, it's awesome too, because I already know, like, now that I got, like, all you guys, I got four guys. And I know that when that happens to you guys, you guys are actually going to feel what I feel. And to me, that's, that's what really stands out for yeah. me. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. just like having that feeling is just like, like Joel said, he was up at Dunkin' Donuts and somebody saw that we did Mercedes. Right. It's so funny because <clears throat> me and Joel, we went to the liquor store just to pick up some stuff for the weekend. And there's an old lady in there and Joel didn't have his, his license. And I know where this is going. No, no, listen, mm. she didn't have his license. She's like, no, no, I'll serve you. She's like, you guys work on Mercedes? Yep. I'm like, oh yeah, yep. yeah, we do. She's like, where's the shop? She's like up the road. She's like, oh, my daughter drives a, she doesn't even know what her daughter drives, but it's like a 2005 or something. She's like, oh, business, you got a business card? I look at her, I'm like, <laughs> Zach tells me this all the time. <laughs> so I didn't have yep. one. Okay. But, now I, but we we screenshotted the picture and she's supposed to be doing business with us. And she served us because she was like, oh, these guys are good. You know and now I mean? we have a tow-in from Pennsylvania. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, Mikey oh, loves that one. This guy has been giving I me crap all week. That. I've been bringing it up. I've been bringing it up. We got an How many class. phone calls this week? Oh, yeah, we got this car coding all the way from Pennsylvania. That's not what we do, though. I mean, yeah, of course we it's, do. it's something to brag about. Yeah. It is. You know, it, it is. is. It, it is. Really the reach is. is really becoming something we should talk about. No, we should. And uh, I think a lot of people don't really see that side of it. You know, we got... Uh, Man, I'm really trying to hold back from this. But we just got a lot of people that really don't know what we're really all about. And right. that's why this podcast right. is going to change that. Yes. They're really going to see our side of it. And they're going to see that we actually want to help people. That's why we are five stars. Everybody that reads our reviews have the same thing to say. Why do everything? Why does everybody say the same exact thing? I think it all boils down to one commonality between all of us, and that's passion. Passion. You know, We all love what we do. We enjoy the time that we spend together. And we, we make it all happen. No right. matter wh how many different challenges we come across in a given day, week, or month, we can always still figure it out. Right. And we're problem solvers. Right. At the end of the day. And that's why. But we do that here. in the benefit of other people. And there's a lot of things that go, I think, behind the scenes that most people probably wouldn't even think that we might do. Like, for instance, if a part isn't available. Right. We'll make it available. Right. Doesn't matter where it's going to be, how we're going to get it. 
you know, so that if that is, you know, somewhere in Boston, right, we're going to go get it, right, you know, we're going to have make it happen that day. And I, I think that, you know, taking our passions and kind of redirecting it into the eyes of the consumer, or the client rather is is really something that we're starting to really hone in on. And I'm going to tell you this, and it's, it's awesome, because I know you've learned that from me. But I, I feel Absolutely. like, you know, I mean, you're, you're still pretty new to the automotive industry. And I'm going to tell you what, you're fucking killing it. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I've it's learned just a like, lot from the greatest teacher I could ever ask. Yeah, for. no, no, I appreciate that. But I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. No, but honestly, it's just like everybody can see it. Sebastian, Adam, Big Joel. Yeah. It's just like it's unbelievable. But it's just because like you know what we need to do. Yeah. I mean, you know that you understand why we do things. If we have to drive the Boston, you never even flinch. I'm like, but I don't want to make you drive the Boston. It's, but you don't flinch. Yeah. If, if it's for the benefit of our clients, it's something that I take pride right. in. Right. And that, that's what I mean. I was like, I really want to showcase that because people don't understand. Yeah. You know, people can say, oh, Mike Perez is doing this. Mike Perez is doing that. But they don't even know what Zach Townsend. They don't know what. C- they don't even know. All of us. All, all of us. us. Yeah, they have no idea what, what we're doing. I have right. absolutely no idea. It's because it hasn't been done before. It hasn't. It really hasn't. And, and everybody's like, oh, I get calls all the time. I got called just the other day. Do you have a store in Florida? Do you have a store in Alabama? Do you have a store in New York? Do you mm-hmm. think about franchising? And yep. I tell people everything the same thing. Listen, man, I didn't honestly, I didn't get in this business to, to make a ton of money. And you, you might laugh at that. Like, why would you get in business and not make money? Because I just felt like if you're in this trade and you're doing the right thing, the money comes. The yes. money follows. Yes. And so, yeah, maybe one day I couldn't I could. agree more. One day, it's like we could all have money. Okay, great. But we're just focused on one thing. That only happens if all of us make the right steps happen. You know, we continue with those five-star reviews, which, by the way, guys, as a team, I couldn't be any more proud to work with a team like that. Right, right, right. It's it's, it's perfection. It's just like what we kind of talked about a minute ago, going back to how we all jive together. And I think it boils down to having a great team that knows each other knows each other's weaknesses, works together on those, and creates a beautiful outcome, a product that, like I said, just hasn't been built before. No, it hasn't. And, mm-hmm. you know, with you being the founder of the company, right. you know, are there some good words you could put to what we do that's slightly different? Or, <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you want to use slightly? I mean, that, we do that, a lot that's different. a tough one for me because I think about it all the time. I mean, people don't realize I drive an hour to get to the shop. That's a big one, and yes. And I do it. I, I don't I don't even flinch to do it. I right. don't even hesitate. Like it's just what I have to do. This is what I signed up for. I hear Mike, you sleep at the shop sometimes. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I sleep here. I got an air mattress. I got a sleeping bag. I got a pillow, and I've slept here plenty of times. But this is a, like those small little things that I did to make sure that I reached my deadlines. If I told you I'm gonna finish your head bolts on the fifteenth. They'll be done by the 14th and QA'd by the end of the night. Exactly. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? It's just like I try to do as much as I can. Now, it's getting, I will say it's getting a little tougher because we're just getting busier. Um, You know, it's just things pop up and we're we're just getting busier. But we still, our expectations are we getting that car in and out. I I mean, what is everybody saying about auto shop? I'm sure you remember from the beginning, I said it to you. For us to be different from the rest, we have to do everything different from the rest. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that resonates. Nothing through. we do is the same as everyone else. Right, right, We're right. different in every aspect. Right. No, yep. absolutely. And yep. I've always said, if you actually want to make it, I say it all the time when I leave reviews. You know, when I feel like they need to do better, I might say something about being different. Absolutely. Because everybody asks, is like, how do you, how do you, how do you do this? How do you do that? I'm like, listen, dude, you got to look at what everybody else is doing. Unfortunately, yep. it's a copycat, you know, league. You gotta, you gotta look at what everybody else is doing. 
and then you just got to just figure out a way to do it 10 times better. It's, it's just like these point. podcasts, yep. all right? Everybody's, everybody's starting to do these things, <clears throat> and they're doing an amazing job. Absolutely. But what can we do to separate ourselves from all the rest? What can we do? You know, it's like guys like Joe Rogan and stuff. Hell of a podcast. Yep. But they don't have a Sebastian. They will. They don't. <laughs> but I'm not saying we're going to be better. Than them, but no. what are we going to do to try to? Exactly. And that's what I mean. I think that's what separates us from any other shop. I think, I personally think, you know, we're going to be answering some questions on Instagram. But one of the ones that somebody's asked us was like, how does it feel to be the best? Right. And I don't. We'll like, never be the best. Because that's capping yourself. And here's the thing is, I know for a fact I can tell all my employees that and they wouldn't take it to heart right. because they know how I am. And to me, if you're the best, it's just like there's no growth. There's exactly. no room you're, for improvement if you consider yourself a top. the best. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Now, I think we're doing good, but I think we can do way better. And it's going to always be like that. Right. And, you know, that and that's to me, that's just like, for an example, I mean, Bill Belichick. And the Patriots parted ways today. But <laughs> how you feel about that, Mike? I mean, it's a little tough for me, but you pay attention to like Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and one of the big like that's why they're my idols, because they just separate themselves and they'll never take the fact that they're all time great. Correct. Listen, Bill Belichick knows what he's done, but he's leaving the Patriots. And I think it's just really to prove himself that he can actually do better. Right. You know, and and, you know, it sucks, but that's what it is. It's just like Tom Brady. He, you know, he went to Tampa Bay. And he wanted to prove that it wasn't just Bill Belichick that made him this way. Right. He won a Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I, do, I do. I do. And enough about but, sports, but that's what I'm trying to compare it to. It's just like we're never going to be the best. Right. Um, and I, I, I'm not saying that we're not going to be great. You can be great. You can be amazing. But we're never going to take what we have for granted. Right. And that's just me 24-7. You know, in two years, we could just all be in different places. I don't, we don't know that. Exactly. And that's what I mean is like, I just, you never know. So if there's, I guess, one bit of terminology that you would use to convey to people, like what, what, what do we do differently? What's the first kind of term that would come to mind? Would it be <laughs> our transparency? Would it be our ability to communicate? Would it be our ability to guide people? You know, it's crazy because... You know, I built this team and there's just one thing about us that it's just identical to how I've always been in the dealership. Right. And I always stood out. And why is that? I just felt like I always went out of my way. I just felt like we... On whose behalf? For like the, the, the <coughs> client or for like maybe the dealership? Everybody's. I was on everybody's side. I was very quiet and I was just very humble and I just tried to... I really just tried to please everybody. I yep. really did. You That's know what I the mean? only way you can move forward in this. And I just feel like <clears throat> now, <clears throat> like you guys, it's, you know, it's, yeah, I started the business and everything, but I feel like I wanted to always make it part to feel like it was part of your guys's. And, you know, it's just like when the customer comes here and then it praises us about how great we are. It's the greatest just, feeling in the world. Greatest feeling in the world. And nobody will ever understand that. And nobody right. will ever feel that and that's why i take offense to when i hear things from the critics you know what i exactly. mean exactly like what's the difference between mike perez and the dealership and blah 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 blah. that's just the wrong thought process <clears throat> it, right it's 100 percent the wrong thought process it's just it just to me it's just it hurts yeah well you're shopping for an experience when you're looking to get your vehicle service you know you can go anywhere you can go to your backyard mechanic you can go to your dealership you can go to your specialized independent but realistically i think what people are looking for is that level of, of ability to communicate effectively and transparently what's kind of going on and, and to a degree that everyone can kind of understand, boiling it down for them, 
so that, you know, your most novice, you know, mother could understand this. You know, I, like I would, I would give service advising to my mother the same way that I would give it to say a, a, a technician at just wanted to have their car served service with us. You know? Right. Um, so it just, it, there's a lot of different avenues for me, at least for showing opportunity. And I think that we check a lot of those boxes, you know? No, we absolutely do. And like I said, we're always gonna, I think, take it to the next level. That's, that's, I think what is the coolest part about where I've come from is I've worked at, you know, what's it? Four dealerships. Right. And, you know, a lot of people would look into it. If you're like a tech, you'd be like, oh, this guy's just hopping dealerships. But it wasn't even like that. Right. Like I moved. I'm from New Hampshire and I moved all the way to Texas when I was 20 years old. Right. Because I wanted that. I just wanted to be stuck. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go down there and prove to myself that I can actually live on my own. Right. And I went down there with my stepmom's credit card. So you wanted to give yourself that challenge. I love the challenge. Yeah. I love it. And I did. Yep. And I showed up and I, it, believe me, I still, like I said, I still have the general manager's number. And he told me one day we're going to be drinking a pina colada <laughs> on the beach together. Do you think had maybe you not moved around in the industry a little bit that you would be at the position that we're at today? I will tell you right now, if I worked at the same exact dealership that the last dealership that I worked at, I wouldn't even be here right now. Wow. And that's what I'm telling you right now. That's what separated me from everybody else. So, so what was that difference in experience for you like? <clears throat> I can tell you there's always, there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad at each dealership that I worked at. Yep. Um, the not first, to say any dealership is bad. No, no, I'm not. We're not here to, I'm telling you right now, we're not here to cut up any dealership, any local, anything like that. We're partners with many of them. We're, no, we are. And I'm going to tell you right now, I respect every single one of those guys that work Absolutely. in the And you want to know why? Because I was one of them. Mm -hmm. And like I said, and I want to see them succeed, you know, and I don't, like I said, however, the, the dealership is run, it has nothing to do with those guys. In the exactly. Shop. Because I think people are too stuck on, oh, it's just competition. Oh, it's just competition. It's no, no, there's it's, no competition. It's an entirely and that's what I need. That's what I need everybody to know. There's no competition here. The only people that we compete with is ourselves. And exactly. I'm telling you this right now. Yep. Yep. I'm telling you right now. And this is like 100% me being 100% real because everybody thinks like, oh, I'm trying to compete because... No, like nobody can really paint a picture with me. Anybody right. that I've ever like say in the last dealership I work with, I was quiet. So they they don't even know how I was. You know, you have no idea. My well, guys in Texas, you can learn so much more. Just my by guys in Texas got the 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 real mic. They saw the real mic. They see this is what they you know this is they're not surprised. Yeah, you got what I'm saying. Everybody else is is surprised, but those guys in Texas, they saw it when I had no work to do and I'm helping them change tires. As soon as I, they don't have work and I have work, they're helping me. Yeah. You got what I'm saying? It's an industry that comes around. Yes. And I, you didn't get that in New England. Yeah. And no, new, no dealership in New England, I got that. Yeah. It was all about making money. <laughs> <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which is, is nothing that, wrong with no, that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> and I that's just think what, it can kind of confuse people. I think it right. can put a haze in your vision. Right. And that, you know, if you're expecting money first, then yeah, that, that's great and all. But if you're expecting an outcome of a beautiful product that not only you can enjoy producing, right. but the consumer can enjoy consuming. Right. I think that's ultimately what success really is built on. So if we focus on that, you know, building a beautiful waiting room, creating an experience that someone can expect consistently, you know, that, that's, I think, where the return is going to be. Yeah, there's knowledge along the way. There's a special team that helps make it happen. But again, at the end of the day, you know, it, it all comes down to you, man. Zach, I got to ask you a question. All right, shoot. How big is our shop? 
Uh, we have two bays. Yeah, two bays. bays but how, the, the the main one like we're always in this Pride and Joy. How many how many square feet is it? Do you know? I believe it's what sixteen hundred of shop space. So it's twelve hundred square feet. Oof. All right. I was off by a bit. It's very small, yeah, right? It is. Think about that. Think about that. We're doing this in twelve hundred square feet of space, and yet we have cars coming from Pennsylvania. And then throw that back in there. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so proud of that. Reach. All right, think I about really this. am, guys. Think, we should be proud of that. Think about that. And who's coming Saturday? Another new customer from out of state. Where? What? What state is he from? I believe it was New York. Do you Correct. remember what time he's going to leave his house to come here? Four a.m. Wow. Four a.m. He's coming here for nine. Saturday. Are we open on Saturday, Zach? No, we're not. But I'm going to come in and make him a coffee. <clears throat> and why are we coming in on Saturday? Yeah, just we have an opportunity to show someone what we're all about. And help them out on their schedule. And I think that's really all enough said there. <laughs> okay, so what am I going to say now? Do you know what I'm going to say now? Hmm. Think about it. <laughs> You're, You're good at predicting that. him. Think about You're good what at I'm going to say next. Think about what I'm going to say next. Real hard. <sighs> yeah, you got me. I got you. You got me. I'm going to say <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys are gonna guess that <laughs> right yeah is absolutely. it the difference it is absolutely the difference and that's we, what separates i'm telling you right now there's no shop that you're gonna call right now is gonna open up a store open up the store for somebody that says they're gonna travel from new york exactly. I, I don't care it's just not exactly. gonna happen because it doesn't it just doesn't happen right well it's just we we prioritize the people that prioritize us right and, and if people are willing to do that then we'll do just about anything for it. right within reason <laughs> so how many how many people do you think have driven from new york to get a, a from new there. york if yeah. i would guess probably around a dozen okay you know and, and, and just for reference that's probably give or take three to six hours uh, away from us right i'd say right uh, for, uh, that's at least from new york yeah uh, and why are people and, and, and this, see, this is what i mean is like we're doing this we're not even talking about ourselves we're just doing this by showcasing what we do and what we're all about exactly now if you watch our videos there's one thing that we don't do and why is that? We don't try to sell anything. Yes, that's big here. The same with our estimates that we write, our phone calls that we make. We don't, we don't try to sell anything. We show what the inspection is. We let the client decide how they would like to proceed, you know, using whatever parts that may be. Uh, and we try to stay within that budget that they allot us to. You know, but what's easiest for us, I think, is, or at least most challenging, I would say now, actually, is when people call and they maybe don't know what they would like right. so our job at that point is to help guide them as if it was our car in, in our situation what would we do you know right so i think those people that are coming from out of state are just seeing that and i don't know what's going on over in new york but you guys got to get it together <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting really expensive man it's it is just the, the it taxes is. and everything like that it really is like i said there's another big thing that i really want to separate we're not trying to undercut anybody or anything like no. that my job is to be fair with us and be fair with you you know so you know unfortunately if a dealership quotes two thousand dollars to do brake lines while your subframes down right that's really on them um right. it's nothing we wouldn't even come close to that just because the subframes are already down especially on a c300 <laughs> and all my techs know at the dealership c300 brake lines oh yeah gravy <laughs> you know but that's it's just that's what i mean it's just we're not we're not trying to undercut anybody we're just honestly trying to be fair but right. i'm gonna bring up another topic because like i said this podcast isn't to bash other shops, isn't to bash dealerships. I think it's to promote dealerships <clears throat> and other shops. I want to, I, really I honestly, I really want 
to I really want to connect with those guys in the dealership and and really showcase what we're really all about and what they can do and what they can do to be different. And and, and this is what I mean. Honestly, if you want to be the top dog, you want to be the top tech, put your headphones on and just go to work and just be different. Stay out of the politics. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Stay out of (laughs) politics. A hundred percent. Stay out of the politics. I promise you right now. And just just don't don't just don't do it. Yep. Just stay out of it. But I'm gonna say this again, like I said, there's no harsh on any dealership or anything like that. If anything, if you're a tech, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, anyways, I'm just kidding. But um, no, hundred percent techs, you're like like I praise them, you know? And <laughs> they have a hard job. They do. They have a lot of they people really to report do. to, a lot of people to please. It's just you guys don't understand. It's just the uh, very corporate. I told somebody the other day that was sensitive. I'm a little weird. Anyways, <laughs> I'm all, I felt like I was a lot more sensitive when I worked in the deal. Yeah, I'm a little sensitive. <laughs> and okay. I take things personally, but I answer back in different ways. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I have a platform to kind of lay that out. And I'm not going to be, like I said, I'm not going to be this guy that's going to bash anybody. I'm just going to tell you how it is. Right. And is that. Do I just tell people how it is sometimes? <laughs> sometimes a little too much. A little too much, but sometimes <laughs> it's going to tell you how it is. But you you never have to guess with what you're thinking. Yeah, right. You don't. But then that's what I'm trying to say is like I'm not trying to bash, especially the dealership. Yes. And I'm not gonna lie to you. You brought up a dealership's name. Yeah, I got. A little but they're nervous. a great parts partner. They I really have been. They work with us. No, no, we're not talking. We're not. We're they're they're shops. Yes. They're shops. Yes. They're shops. Right. And there is a reason why. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because we still get a little backlash. All right. Yep. And we don't like that. We don't no, like the backlash. No. And so that's why. But I'm I wonder just... if other shops feel the same way. Like, they do they do. get that same experience? Oh, absolutely. Know? Is they, that they like a, a mainstream time. thing? Why is that? Maybe it's because they're thinking competition. I don't know. What if our shop was like that? What, why would be the, what would be the issue? I think it would take us away from what our main focus is. Okay, but why would we be like that? Think about it. We'd be chasing money. That that money over everything that would be that would be the notion that we would be chasing. Okay, and whose fault would that be? Management. <laughs> yeah, you get what I'm saying. I do. I think we all do. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to say. It's I mean, like, Mike, we, we've talked about this before. You could literally run your business into the ground trying to compete with someone. Oh, you're definitely absolutely. Gonna. And that's what I'm saying is, is like I'm it's I'm very point. very competitive. So if I do hear something about me, I might throw it shade somewhere else. But <laughs> we're not here to compete with your b services or your a services or your you know what i mean we're just not we're not here to do that and i'm like i said i already know the whole process of every dealership around me i should say us not me us yes Yes. (laughs) but no we really we we like i personally know the processes i know what happens i know you know how you know somebody says oh my camshaft seals are leaking I know why they're saying that. No, it's their front covers leaking. It's just the way that <laughs> they wrote it up. And these Absolutely. are the things, if I was in charge, those things wouldn't be being said. Exactly. You know, and, I, and that's what I feel these shops are having a big, big, big issue is, is transparency, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, if these techs could go out there and walk and explain it, they would sell 50% more. And we do that here. And we do that here. And you know what's going to happen? 
that's exactly what's going to happen in dealerships. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can save this podcast for another two years. Yep. I promise you right now, that's what's going to happen is techs are going to be talking with customers because they don't realize what's happening in the dealership. I think you just brought up a great point in that we are at a pivotal point in the, in the, in the industry yeah. where something is going to change. Do we know what it's going to look like in two years? No, but it's going to be very different. Look, this is one of the things that I said. It's funny because every dealership, anytime I've ever leave, they try to give me the most money in the world. Right. You know, we had a tech that left the dealership. What do they try to do? They try to give him more money than God, right? Yep. yep, yep, yep. And I told him this before it even happened, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's... it's. <clears throat> and I've always said this since the day I left the dealership. I said the trade is going to change because to me, these technicians in the dealership are like they're like car doctors right they're like legit brain surgeons right like i don't think people know what goes into their cars nowadays get a, not at all look at look look i'm gonna bring up my guy dr amg oh look at yes him. yep 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 you're telling me he ain't worth 50 dollars an hour yeah he's worth a lot more i'd say you got what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but this is what i mean and then look at these i mean i'm not trying to compare people to cars but you no, but people saying? also aren't entering in the industry anymore with this they notion aren't. that they can't make money. They right? aren't. They just think it's you know why? why? Because, you know, $20 an hour to start, <laughs> you get start in a dealership and then you get a team leader that says, hey, fix this car. Right. And then now this kid's just dropping this engine, E63, and he's just <laughs> like, what's going on? What's going on here? Yeah, they just kind of drop crazy stuff yeah, on Never them. mind yeah. the fact that it's $20 an hour, but you got to spend like 20 grand right off the bat in tools to tools. even do exactly. anything. Right, right. There's a very expensive. No, no one mentions expensive. that when yeah. you start out. So that's point. what I feel is just like there's going to be a big change in pay rate. Yep. I already knew that. And everybody says, well, what about you, Mike? I already know this. I already know this. I've already told my Texas. And... I already know it's going to change here. It's going to change at the dealership. And that's why the dealership changes. And that's why, honestly, guys, you can go to the dealership right now and make $50 an hour. And if you ain't, you need to find a dealership. Because I'm telling you right now, they're out there and they're looking for people. But there's a reason why. It's just because they're they're losing good techs. You're losing good techs to to independent shops. And you're losing good techs to just people that want to change it up. Like, I mean, personally, that's... (laughs) I had a decision to make. It's either right. I'm going to own my own shop or I'm going to legit. I said, I'm going to get into media. I'm going to try to find a way that I can. I would have probably ran into this dude and I would have been like, yo, we're just going to go to shops and hype them up and we're going <laughs> to run their social media page. That's what I was going to do. But for yeah. real, though, why would you ever? Wait, wait. No, I want to tell you, that was my plan B. <laughs> and you know what's on my I read something? He's like, you got to have a plan B. Yeah, I had a plan B and I'm doing it in the plan with plan A. Yep. <laughs> you got what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. And that's why that's why I have you. But yep. And then there was Plan C. To me, I just do all the plans together, and it just builds into something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if I don't make it, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I just wasn't good enough, you know. But, and that's what I. That's why I love about you guys is I feel like you guys just don't give up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So speaking of that, like, what do you think makes a good team? Now that we're kind of settling in and we're kind of getting all to know each other, and and, yep. and we're all kind of figuring out how we all work, right? You know, what are what are the, the the aspects of this team that you think work really well, and for other people as well to look out for? I think the first thing is first is you guys are very understanding. Like you guys know, and I think I've told you this. I don't know everything. You guys know that I've been in business for almost three years. Yep. We're still building this business. Absolutely. I'm still going to make business mistakes. Absolutely. We're all still going to make mistakes. Yep. We're trying. And that's what I mean. It's like, and you guys took that chance at me. So that's what makes me even work harder. But it's just, I don't know, man. You guys are just, like I said, you guys, 
So aside from you guys, like I guess if other people are watching this, yeah. you know, and they're trying to assemble a team for whatever it may be, it may even be some type of automation or whatever, you know, YouTube, right? Um, you know, a lot of stuff going on nowadays. You know, what what would other people want to look for in it's, team members? Like, what was your first initial impression from when you hired, say, anyone on this team? What I guess sparked your interest the most in their ability to work? I'll be honest with you. I mean, I didn't really go through an interview process. I didn't really, you know, I didn't, I mean, I, you came to the shop. I shook yep. your hand. I already knew I was going to hire you since the moment you walked in the yep. door. Him, same thing. He reached out to me. We chatted a little bit. But what he wrote and how he described what he wanted to do and help, he understood what I was trying to do without me even explaining it to him. I see what you're saying. And that was just like, to me, it's just like, I mean, I had a life coach, Joe, Joe Everett with Mind Evolution. I had like, he, great guy, great guy, great guy, great guy. But he just kind of changed my whole outlook on it. And he's like, you're going to run into people and it, the energy is going to match. Yep. And it's just like that. Why did I run into him? I ran into him in a dealership parking lot and I was walking across the road and he's like, yeah, you do side work. And I was like, listen, man, I know this is kind of weird, but like, I'm actually going to be venturing off on myself. He's like, you have a card? I'm like, nah. He's like, all right, all right, all right, I'll, I'll see you around. And then we just re reconnected. Okay. And then that's kind of how he became one of our customers, and then he became my life coach. But he always said, you're going to connect with people, and there's going to be, I don't know how he explained it, but basically there's just going to be things pop up, and it's just going to it's just gonna all connect. You know, just pretend everything's just going to, it's all going to connect. I see what you're saying. Um, you know, so I hired Sebastian first. Yep. And then... I told Sebastian, I'm like, listen, I'm not ready to hire like a big baller tech yet. <laughs> I'm looking to hire a guy that's still pretty green, but still knows Mercedes. So Sebastian used to work at a shop, Mercedes shop. Mercedes Benz of Shrewsbury. Yes, he used to work there. Um, and then we had hired um, Jack. Mm -hmm. Jack's one of our favorites. Um, worked with us for a while. And, you know, I taught him some stuff. He taught me some stuff. He's a very smart kid. Um, could really get down to details with everything. Um, and then he he drove about, what, an hour and 20 minutes? Yeah, we both drove about a little wow. bit over an hour. Yeah, right, yeah. hour. Yeah. Wow. So he had a long commute, so it was his time. He was like, you know what? I kind of want to go back to the dealership. So he went back to the dealership, worked there for a couple of months, and now he's not doing car stuff anymore. But this is what I mean. I want to try to keep people in the game. Right. In the game. Right. Because we can't be losing guys like, you know, guys like Jack and that loves cars, that wants to work in the dealership and lose them because, you know, the, the dealership's dragging them up. I mean, so often people go into this industry because they love cars and want to learn how to work on them and right. work on their own. Right. right. And then after like even two months of the dealership, fuck this, I want nothing to do with this Well, anymore. they end up finding out what it's all about. I feel like some people go in blindly. It's you know? so political. That's the issue. It is. The industry is very political. Yeah. And it's it's honestly, I'm telling you right now, like I can't. I can't Very express. I can't express how I felt some of the times. Mm -hmm. Like, like I said, it's just. I think a lot of guys can relate with me because sometimes you just get stuck in a situation, and it's just like, I don't know. It's just like this big ball of emotion. It's just like I'm in this situation right now. You know, there's just like, <clears throat> just say for an example. You know, like I wasn't really a guy to mess up much, but say if you're a top guy and you mess up, I'm telling you right now, ask Adam. Oh yeah. Accountability is huge in this industry. Yeah. As soon as the best guy in the world messes up, yep. everybody knows about it. That's true. That's true. 
but it's you like know, high school gossip. Yeah. It, no, it, it is. is. Everyone talks about you. But you know, mm-hmm. a guy, a guy could blow up an engine right next to me, and I walk in and I pretend like nothing ever happened. Why is that? Because I don't really care about that. Yeah, it has nothing to do with me. I don't, and it, really, I don't care, and I don't judge him off that. Exactly. Because everybody makes mistakes, and you know what? That could have been me. Mm-hmm. And that's how I look at it. Yep. And that's what I mean. It's just like I, I'll walk in, I'll just play dumb to it. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Everybody in the shop was talking about it, mm-hmm. but not me. I don't care about that. I mean, when I worked at the Toyota dealership, I once I worked next to the master tech. Dude did an oil change, simple oil change. Forgot to put the oil filter in. Right. It's on the bottom of the engine, so we start the engine. All the oil pulled out. Right. Wow. Everyone was talking shit about me. I, right. I was the one trying to help him clean up the mess. Right, right. Like, what? What happened, bro? You yeah. good? Yeah. Everyone else is talking shit. Right. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like it doesn't even need to be like that. No. It, it really doesn't. Very yeah. Political. So Listen, anyone I'm out not... there that does that, just just stop. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Kind of. Just help like out. I said, just just no, help out. No 100%. one wants to make these decisions, <clears throat> these mistakes. And this know? is how I think about it: is because I don't want to make fun of that guy because you know I know one day I'll be even better place. For an example, I own a shop now. That's the last thing I want to hear is one of my guys blew up an engine or something like that and that to me i just look back on it as karma you right. know and there's a lot of, a lot of guys that maybe if we say we one day we blow up an engine i know we'll hear about it you know but i want you guys to think about the situation if that would happen to you you know what i mean so it's just i don't know it's just one of those tough things to uh to swallow that's true that's true but. so i guess on another note sebastian being our director of marketing um, what is the best mode of promoting us? What's the best way of getting us out there? That's been a tough one, Zach. <laughs> it's been a tough one because, like I said, to be different, you have to do something from not like everyone else, right? Yeah. And there's not many automotive shops to begin with that are very present on social media. Right. So there's not much inspiration to look at. I think it's pretty cool, though, when someone who comes in who's, you know, maybe in their 50s or 60s and they've watched all of our videos. Yep. You know, and, 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 and I think it's pretty cool how they can pinpoint exactly what's going on in their car mm-hmm. at that given moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think that helps us? Big time. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, these customers are already coming into the shop informed about their car because of the media we put out. Right. Which helps the process, you know, informing them what next steps are to get it fixed. Right. It makes everything so much easier. Big time. Yeah. So I'll say one thing. So our website, everybody that calls me, one thing they say. Man, that's a beautiful website. It is Who built too. That? I'm like every time I get oh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like this. I'm like, all right. So everything you see, this is what I say. Everything that you see on that website is us. I was like, that was built in house by my man Seabass. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Everything. You go look, you go scroll on our website right now. Go scroll on it. Every single picture is ours. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Every single picture. I don't care if it looks professional or not. We did that. That's mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? Well, Seabass took the picture. I took some <laughs> of them. <laughs> but anyways, but then what I'm trying to say is that that's that's us. Like everything that we try to do is in-house. It is just like that to me is what really is just crazy to me. Yep. Is like I've always said this and I've always said if I could just plant myself on an island and I could just recruit all my customers and all my employees and all the people that I know have on my side, I'd build the biggest city in the world. Yeah. And it'd be the strongest city. Absolutely. And why do I feel like that? It's connection. It's connection. And yeah. that's the, the that's the craziest part about business is like people will talk about that, but the amount of connections that I've made, I can tell you, I know a guy that can make this glass. I know a guy that can fabricate that. 
I think the I same know a guy goes that you sells are couches. who you know. I know a guy that sells couches. I yep. know a guy that sells TVs. I know a guy that, you know what I mean? I, I yeah. can just, I know a guy that does media. I, it's just, it's just mind blowing. It's just, it's just, it's crazy. Exactly. I know a guy that can fix that mini fridge. You know what I mean? I, it just, I, I can, I know a guy that's going to lay this laminate floor. It's just, I know everybody. <laughs> you know a guy that can set up an incredible podcast. Definitely. That's true. That's that true. Crazy. And it's all in-house. Like I said, <laughs> this is all us. This is all they, like nobody nobody told us what to do. I mean, there's a key point to bring about the website. You had a company working on that website before myself. We did, but we're not we're not gonna go there. No, we're not gonna mention yeah. them, but we can bring up the point that the reason why ours is so much better is because you have someone that actually puts emotion and passion into it, not just someone saying, Okay, I need a picture of an oil chief yeah. so I can put it on this. And page. I think you really need to be here every day in order to emulate what yes. we're trying to go for. Yes. Exactly. And you do a great job of Thank that. You. You're involved in everything. You take that and whatever we're doing down there in the shop, you bring it up and put it on our website, on our media. Right. And and honestly, it's better than it's ever looked before. Right, right. So I think that's really another reason why people are drawn to us. And right. t- tell me, how long did that website take to build? It's still going. It's yeah. still going. This is like what a two-year process. At and this we point. already talked about how much we we're gonna build this site out, and I feel like we've just been plugging away. And there's still like three sticky notes top to bottom of right. things I still need to add right, to that right, website. Right. So it's, it's never like, ending. It's never right. ending. Nope. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. And everybody says it's like the t- top tier, top tier website. And that's because my man Seabass over here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But that's just really what we're really all about. We'll do whatever it takes to stand out. And we'll do whatever it takes to to get to the top. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'll never be the best. And we're going to tell you that 100%. We'll never be the best. And, you know, I'm not going to take anybody down with us either. Nope. It's, just, it's just not how I roll. And I really want to get that part across. I'm not here to compete with anybody. I'm not here to steal anybody. I'm not here to poach anybody. Right. I'm not here to recruit people. What we have is what I want. I don't want to go and ask somebody to work for me. I want them to come work for us. Exactly. You got exactly. what I'm saying? Oh, that, that's how I was hired. Right. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to Same say. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to say. That's yeah. how we're all connected. You exactly. Know? And I've, I've gotten a little heat saying that, you know, I'm trying to recruit people and stuff like that. And I don't like that. I really yep. don't. Yep. That's not what I'm all about. No, I mean, we come. all came here because we all felt the similar way about the industry. Right. Absolutely. We all wanted to start something new, something different from everyone else. Right. That's why we all came to you. Right. Right. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I mean. It's just, we just... Just like I said, I want to separate that. Like we just really, I really, really, really want to get that out of here. There ain't no, it ain't no none of that. And if you want to come, if you want to come work for us, you got to show us that show you're up. built for it. Oh yeah, Absolutely. you got to be able to take what I give. <laughs> and you can't say everybody probably thinks I'm a little laid back, but I'll hit you with the sauce sometimes. Yeah, you got to work with them first, guys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm like, Absolutely. So that's where I always look at it. It's like, like I tell you, when you when you're gonna about to call a customer to sell an estimate, what are the first thing I tell you? I said, you better make sure you can sell that to me. Absolutely. And that's the same thing for if anybody is trying to look in on us and trying to come work with us. Is like you have to sell that to me. I think and it's very situational too. It is very situational. And like I and I think eventually we're gonna add to the team, but we have to add the right pieces to the team. Exactly. And, and and that's where everything is is all pieced together. Is like we just have to make the right moves. That's what people don't understand. We're still growing this thing. 
And I, we're going to make mistakes, yeah. you know, and, and if that happens on the behalf of the client, then we're going to do absolutely, Every, we're going to drop everything, everything, right, you know, everything. And, and that's what we do. And that, I think that's what separates us. And there's going to be a day where we do get a, a bad review. You know, right. have we somehow maintained 120 X, you know, five star reviews? Right. We have. And that's right. by hard work, dedication, passion, communication, commitment, right. you know, all these things and then so much more. So. You know, what I think, again, you know, we're going to boil down to changing the industry and how we can make those wrongs right. right. Yeah. And everybody always says, oh, you need a franchise out. We're not doing it. Nah, quality gets. We're not doing all that. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I had a, I had a, I had an individual messaged me on Instagram over the weekend. Said, hey, there's a property for sale. And he was like, hey, I can get a couple guys from the shop come work you okay know what I'm saying okay but he probably listens to this so I'm just gonna say this out loud mm-hmm. only thing that stood out to me is just the approach like I think people think that I just want to open up a shop ne- right next to a dealership and try to take them out let me tell you something. yeah it's the wrong way to go it's about a it. wrong way to go about it and I'll tell you one thing we can't fix all the cars but it's definitely the wrong way to go about it but at the same time it's just like that's not what I'm looking for. I'm right. looking, if you guys really want to leave, I want. It's almost like they were poaching you. Don't use that word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like that word. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, but no, seriously. No, well, absolutely. It, you know, and, and, and that's, that's, that to me is just like, <laughs> I, know when it's, I know when it makes sense. Absolutely. You know, I've had people reach out to me that I've worked with. I think timing is everything, man. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. So I just, like I said, if you're going to reach out to me, just just please be uh, ready to prove me. <laughs> hey, I met you that same night. You did. Yep. Message you while this I was guy. at the dealer instead of working on a car. I was like, hey, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, but there's what I'm trying to say is we're all connected for a reason. Yeah. You, you saw something in me. I saw something in you. You saw something in me. I saw something in you. And I knew... That those two guys, Adam and Joel, that aren't on the podcast today, but will be, they are all supporters, and they were all the same way. They all, yeah. you know, we all, to me, I don't want you guys to think you guys came to me. Mm-hmm. I think, to me, this is like a mutual agreement. Absolutely. And that's how I look at it. I don't, I don't, I'm not overhyping anything. Like, it takes two to two to tango. Absolutely. Well, I think, like, again, it boils down to timing. And for me and my time, when I graduated from college and I was looking for a career. I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to yet. I was kind of phasing myself out of my previous job. Right. Guess who posted a job advertisement? And I would assume it'd probably be the same similar time frame for you too, Sebastian. But, you know, it's, it's really all about where you are in your life, how you set yourself up for growth. And I think that plays a lot of roles in business. You know, you invest in the business, you grow it, and then you get yourself ready for the next stage. But you do it incrementally. You know, you get all of your equipment first. Then you get all of your staff. Then you start expanding into more space, more size, something that's more appropriate for you. So again, I, I think it all boils down to timing. It is timing. I got to ask you a question. All right, go for it. So we got to let them know. So what did you go to school for, Zach? <laughs> so uh, Sebastian, you don't have to listen. I went to school for marketing, and uh, <laughs> I did a little bit of uh, did a little bit of schooling in sales. I went to Southern New Hampshire University, great school. Got my bachelor's degree. And, uh, you know, I was pretty much ready to go into a cubicle for the rest of my life, you know, and I just that that really wasn't for me. And I was I kind of at a critical point where I've always loved cars when I was a little kid. 
my mom would point out the window and say, oh, Zach, what color car is that? And I'd say, oh, you know, whatever it is. And that's really where my love for cars began. And no one in my family really likes cars. You know, I just always sort of, you know, was, I, I gravitated towards them. I didn't really have an outlet of learning anything about cars, but there's one thing that I do have an ability of doing, and that's connecting with people. And, and I do have a great business sense most of the time. And uh, I, I think that that's really how I forged my position here. Um, of course, you know, I've, I'm surrounded by great leaders, you know, not just Mike, but Sebastian, Joel, Adam, and all of us together, like I said previously as a team, came together and I think molded each other. Um, and I think that's really, again, what hits home about this team. And if you're looking for staff, just make sure they connect. That's all I got to say to the viewers. So it's crazy. It's like you get to connect with customers. Yep. And which I love. Which you love. And you get to learn a lot more about the automotive industry. Yeah. How much do you feel like since you've worked here, how much do you think you've learned about the automotive industry? Oh, I, <laughs> uh, probably more than I learned at Southern New Hampshire University at this point. Right. Nothing wrong with them. Oof. They're an incredibly great school. Um, but there's a, a lot of integral pieces to running a small business. And you learn a lot of things very quickly. Uh, by being in the field, you learn some things that you don't learn at school. By being in school, you learn some things that you wouldn't have learned in the business. So it's, it's really kind of, to be honest with you, you know, it's, it's, it's combining two skill sets completely. I've learned a lot. Do you feel like you were going to learn this much? Or I would say in depth about no, it. Uh, no, I don't think I would have learned nearly as much as what I have now. You know, it's, there's a completely different thought process to working with your hands versus, you know, sitting in a cubicle and typing and making reports all day. Right. So I think that combining, you know, working with your hands, working on the computer, talking with people, it kind of is like the human experience, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. It brings you home to base and it, it, it gives... Everyone here, I think, because they're able to check off all those boxes too, um, you know, a real sense of purpose and investment in the company. And that's really what drew me to the company right. was, was the sense of how everyone's connected, my sense of I'm building something incredible that just hasn't been done before. Right. And I think everyone can agree on that here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Love that. Can I just point out how a great of a host you are, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for setting It's like you've been doing this for 10 yeah. years. <laughs> you keep Expect the conversation to see those flowing. On the gram, hey, you, you, sure. you, you drive 63 miles a day to work, was it? Yeah, about there, yeah. And, right. uh, wait, wait, wait. We got to tell him what you drive. No, oh, no. We're not going to do that to him. This man does not drive a Benz. I don't want to do that. <laughs> he drives a Chevy Volt. Great on gas. It's a great, great commuter. Gas. It's very. It's good a great commuter. Nice for as many cheap. miles as you go as you drive, it is a smart. Commuter. I mean, a hundred, <sighs> hundred and thirty miles a day. Yeah, I, yeah. I want something I don't care about for driving to work. You don't want no V eight. Nice forty <laughs> miles a gallon. All right, see bass. We're gonna go to you. All right, because <laughs> you got a really good story. I think people look at you as a media guy and everything like that, but they don't know your automotive background. This is true. Give it. They to do them. not yep. know. And this is what, to me, this is what separates Seabass from everybody else. Mm -hmm. All right? Nobody knows, but Sebastian is an auto technician. This is true. With some swag. He can receive <laughs> some swag. He can, he can record. He, can, he do, does everything. And so I would say that's what really makes us stand out is he understands what I'm trying to deliver, mm -hmm. what we're trying to deliver. Mm -hmm. It's just, for an example, the website. I'm like Seabass. I'm like, this is what I want. I want real pictures. I don't want any generic pictures i want everything to be us i want people to see inside the shop i want people to understand that we know what we're talking about that's exactly how it is and then all of a sudden he's like cooking something up 
Yep. He's like, Mike, check this out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I look over, he's got 18 tabs like, open. And I'm like, what? Rookie the? numbers. I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm, like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, this, like, I was like, that was the first time that I've actually been able to tell somebody to do something. They could just deliver it on paper. And that to me is what separated everything. But I mean, I heard this from Adam. You said this about me to him. Oh, Adam tells it. Adam, like, <laughs> Adam will remember every little detail. No, but I took yeah, this as a huge compliment. I can't compliment. wait to get him on here because I'm just cut him up. <laughs> I took this as a huge compliment because you never said this to me when he said it to me. Oh, I was like, oh, man. Mike oh, really let me hear this. Way. Let me hear he this. said, Seabass is very good. Uh, when I tell him to do something, he makes the vision. He makes it real. Yes. I just tell him you something. Make it all come he, together. He makes I just it physical. That. Yep. I just said that, though. Yeah, right. You, know, you reinforce. No, you just reinforce. You do. And then all what I do is like, you know what? That is great, but it can be better. <laughs> and that's where I come yeah. in. I'm like, we should change this up. And that's what I think, that's what our team is all about, is like, we can deliver something. And I think we, like now we have, like you said, we have more people now. Right. And so we just all come in and then we get, a, get ideas. Right. It's and so much easier to brainstorm. It's so now. much easier. Yeah. Now, you know, it's not one and done. If you do something once, like he doesn't edit on a website, there's probably something he's going he's gonna to have to change because I'm going to make it happen. Right. And I just think that's what keeps us up. Mm-hmm. Is like keeps you thinking, keeps me thinking. Right. You know, like it is good. It's amazing, but it could be better. Right. <laughs> you got what I'm saying, though? And I just feel like that's how we move. It has nothing to do with the website. It could be with working on cars. It could be, you know, and that's why it's just like sometimes we'll get a car and like the engine is so dusty, but maybe we didn't even do anything in the engine. Right. But we washed the car. But it's not the best it can be. And I think that boils down and kind of ties back into what we were saying earlier. You know, there's always a better. There's never the best, There's never. you know, because so that's what I think our team does really well. So when you come up with an idea and we all come together and we give you some feedback on it and we come together, come together and we make a, an idea that works in all of our vision, it, it's you make it happen, man. But I mean, right. you know this well working alongside me now. I know I bother the shit out of you all day, but how many times do I make an edit to the website? I'm like, Zach, what do you think of this? Should I do it like this or every, should I do it like you, this? You always ask. Yep. You always you, you ask everyone in the shop, yep. you know, for everything that you come out with. You, you have this whole new section you're adding to the website. Stay tuned. And, you know, we, we, we all are on the same page before it's even edited and right. posted, you right. know. So it, and that's just, again, you know, boils down to our communication. No matter and what aspect it is to the shop, we're always working together in some way. We are. Yeah. Yes. You know, you know, I could be working on inventory. You might even have an idea what it's, what's going on with inventory. Right. You right. know, and, and that's what really brings us together. So I think for a lot of people, it, it, a lot of people just aren't appreciated. And that's a, something I also wanted to cover. A lot of people aren't appreciated when they work. No, they are. You know? They are. And, and, and when people aren't appreciated, they don't do good work. Right, right. And they don't want to show up. Right. They don't want to do anything. So you, when you appreciate someone for taking just an extra inch or whatever, say thank you and good job. So that's what happened to me at, at other previous employment opportunities. And, you know, I, I, and what, that's what's different here. You know, everyone appreciates all efforts being made. Right. No, absolutely. That goes a long way because I felt the same way. And I will say there were some times where I got to thank you or blah, blah. But there's also times where I've stayed till midnight, mm-hmm. you know. And this mm-hmm. is a New England dealership because my Texas dealership, yeah. they praised me for staying at midnight because I'd have to text the GM, hey, I need you to turn set the alarm because he could do it from his phone. And he'd walk in at like 11 o'clock after him going to the gym. Mike, you're still here. And I'm like, yeah, I got to get this car done, man, you know. So what was it that was so different about Texas? Because you're always talking about Texas, dude. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but so it was a. I think they're owned by a different company now, but it used to be a family-owned business, right? I think he owned like 
He owned two Mercedes dealerships. Okay. And when I flew in, I had a different GM. This GM flew me in. Very nice church guy. He, you know, I got a sign-on bonus. I, <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but they paid for my living for a year. Wow. And I got a $5,000 sign-on bonus. I was is 20 that years normal? old. <laughs> no. Well, I don't think now, that's no. normal. Well, the living isn't. The living isn't normal. The yeah. five thousand dollars sign-on bonus now it's like fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars. Wow! Because you know, they need well, there's tax. your living expenses and all that. Right, right, right. But they pay for my living. But yeah, that GM ended up leaving, and we got a new one. I remember the the moment he walked. Ah, in, the old management change. He he was a Ford guy, so all of us texts were like, "Oh, this guy ain't got it." Blah blah. blah. And I remember <laughs> one day he came in, and I hope he sees this video, and he said, "You know, I'm here for a long time. I'm going to be here for ten years." And there's one thing that I want. He's like, I want, I want the award, the best, the uh, I think it's the best, the best award is what Mercedes gives it to the dealership. And then his little motto was like full speed ahead. And I remember, like, I probably chuckled a little bit too, you know. But a lot of those guys were like, oh, blah blah blah. But you know, as I was working, he always had my back, and I loved that. And I remember, I I put in my, I put in my two weeks. I said, yo, I'm le- I'm moving back to uh, New Hampshire. And honestly, I didn't, wasn't my, that wasn't going to be my forever place. I just wanted to move down there and challenge myself. And it, you know, I did, I leveled it up and that's what really started the Mike Perez. So had you not gone to Texas, we may not be sitting here. I don't think so, man. Just because like they showed me appreciation. They showed me what it is. Like if you're good and you're decent and dude, I was 20 years old. I didn't know anything. Like I didn't, I was green to, to Mercedes, but, I took anything that came my way. Right. I didn't care. So another question for you. I want to stop you real quick. All right. Go I want to go back to the, to the best of the best. Award. <laughs> right. I want to go. No, no I want to know what it takes to get that. No, too. no. This guy said this. This guy said this. And we all used to chuckle and laugh and blah, blah, blah. And I remember I told him, put my two weeks in. Week goes by. He knows I always stay late because that's what I did. That's all I did. I stayed late. I would stay till like 12 o'clock at night. And he, that man could back me up. Wow. That man could back me up, and he still will to this day. And I will ever remember he came up to me. He's like, listen, Mike, I talked to my wife. My, Mike, my wife doesn't want you to leave. Wow. He's like, and you, I, he's like, you, I feel like, keep the shop together. He's like, the energy, the way you move, what you do, you just show up. Yeah, you set the tone. You set the tone. That's what he said. And he's like, you help all these guys, and you sacrifice a lot. He's like, I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z to stay. Wow. And I thought about it. I'm like, this guy actually really cares about me. And that's how I really felt. Like, he actually really cared about me. Because he could have just let me go. But he knows my value. He knows my worth. And I saw that in him. And it wasn't, he wasn't bribing me. I just felt like he actually genuinely cared. Right. And I took it. You know, I'm like, all right, I'll stay. And you know what? It was like a month or two went by. I was going through some stuff with my ex-girlfriend at the time. And I'm like, ah. Screw this place. I'm <laughs> so I gave I gave whatever I, that he gave me back, and I, I thanked him, and I left. I think, like, either last year, you know what they won? They won best of the best. Wow. How'd that make you feel? It made me feel like I worked with somebody that actually cared, and that was an actual real leader. Yeah. And that's somebody I'd work for. That's somebody I'd go back for. And I say to this day, if I buy an, um, an S580 or I buy an S-Class or I buy an S63, the first person I'm calling is him. I'm not even going to local dealerships because I know for a fact I'm not going to get treated like he's going to treat me. I'd fly out there to buy a car from him. Maybe he can do a two-for-one deal. No, no, 100%. (laughs) And he would. Wow. 
And I'm I'm confident knowing that he's gonna take care of me. And I don't feel like I don't feel like that at any other dealership that I've ever worked at. Sounds like you picked up quite a few attributes from him. I too. did. I mean, leadership I did. attributes, did. you know, ability to conduct yourself around people, being direct. You guys met you my know. first boss, Dave. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool guy. Cool guy. Really cool guy. Owner of tire guys in Farmington. That was my first job. I used to pump gas and then I worked in a tire shop. Check him out, guys. He's very direct. He's straightforward. Yep. He knows what he he knows his quality. He knows what he has. And he was very straight up about it. And you know what? Sometimes he could be a pain in the ass. But I'm telling you, man, it's tough love. And didn't he see something in you that you were saying a while ago? 16 years old. Yep. This man's handing me $20,000 in cash to go deposit it. Yeah. That's... 16 years old. Wow. 16 years old. He goes, Mike, jump in the truck. It's like a S10, yep. you know, with the letters on it. I'm driving, you know, I'm <laughs> hopping. And I'm going to the bank and I'm thinking, I'm like laying next to me. I'm like, that's $20,000. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know if I'll ever make this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it's just a, like the, he, he saw the, he saw the vision and it's just like, he was over in the shop and explaining it to me, but it's just like, those guys are the guys that really helped me level it up. And it's cause I think they just gave me that, that trust and they, they showed me that they actually cared. And that's why I feel like I do a lot of things for you guys. And you're like, Oh, I've never had that happen. And it's just like, I don't put on a show. I just feel like that's what is deserved. Right. You know, if you guys didn't show up and blah, blah, believe me, I'm telling you right now, I'd, I'd let you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not kidding. I would let you know. And you know what I mean? And I would make it painful for you because you're making mm-hmm. it painful for me. Well, you're going to keep the shit guys, together. If you guys don't make it painful for me, I feel like it's just a process. I just feel like we all have to do 70% of each one of our jobs. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's, what's going to... My goal is to to create a shop full of leaders. And how are we going to do that? I feel like, you know, if something happens, we need to compensate for that. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just problem resolution it boils down to. Right. And having all the tools ahead of you that you, you can confidently execute. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, that's really what, time. That's what really, really, I think, separates us. And, you know, the topic about Texas is that's where I really, I'm telling you right now. Now, I'm not going to say everything was great about Texas. There yeah, wasn't. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there wasn't. There wasn't. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you one thing. They just focused on one thing, and I felt like this is the family connection. You know what I mean? This is the Christmas parties were huge. I mean, I didn't get a Christmas party. Probably a lot of delicious food. Probably (laughs) delicious food. I mean, I didn't get a a big Christmas bonus. But they put us in a hotel. You know, it was like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah, you were just appreciated and treated well. Right, well, yeah. So I'm like, you know, this is pretty cool. Pretty cool. And like I said, I'm still got really good connections. I, I remember when I had my shop all together and I was dealing with some stuff when my name changed in the yep. business. I'll never forget my general manager randomly calls me, just telling me how the one in Texas and telling me how proud he is of of me and he always saw that it. That must in me. have felt really cool. And I'm like, you know, Full what? Circle I'm right gonna there. throw all this behind me yeah. because I got you know managers from other dealerships giving me crap, mm-hmm. and then I got this guy that's. <laughs> what, 2,000 miles away, and he's praising me up and down. I'm like, dude, this is what I mean. Is I want to I wanna be around people like that. Right. I want to be, I want people to go work for that guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? People who just want other people to do right. well. And like I said, every guy at that dealership all day, I do anything, like, I'll, you know, I, I, I do anything for I'm it. a big believer of karma, you know. Right. It goes just around, like, does come around. It really does eventually. I think my boy Derek just just commented on our picture. He said, love the picture and glad you and the, the team are happy. You know what I mean? It was like, he knows how I am. Yeah. And 
Derek <laughs> is like another one of those guys that kind of helped me push it up because like I said, I moved for, to Texas and I didn't really have friends. I'll never forget. I'm just at my working on a car and Derek's like, hey, Derek's my age, but like in Texas, it's kind of normal to get married at like a younger age and stuff. So okay, he's yep. married, he's got two kids. Yep. We're the same age, around the same age. Yep. He's like, hey, my, my wife made you, made you lunch. Come over my house for lunch. Wow. And I'm like, to me, this is a little different because it's not, the culture isn't like that. Exactly. It's, it's just like, wait for any, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like you telling me, hey, Mike, uh, Nicole made some lunch. Let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of be a little weird, but you know what I'm <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. You got yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's but been I'm bringing like, you, you into just, his life because he appreciated you. And that's just, it's not really what typically people do. Right. So I'm going to his house and she's got the dinner all made. He's got his two wow. kids. I'm like, this is like a feeling that like certain people are like don't understand. Mm -hmm. And like he doesn't even know that. He's still like to this day, he still doesn't know how I felt. But I'm like, this yeah. is awesome. Like yeah. this is cool. You know, like somebody actually cares about me. Yeah. And I'm not saying nobody didn't care about me. But like, I mean, I was just, you know, I was in a desert by myself. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and this guy just says, yeah, come over. My wife made you lunch. I'm like, wow. Just kidding. <laughs> this, is, this is cool. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. But so. all right. Well, we're at this hour mark, so I want to get into our questions all from right. Instagram. All, all right, right. Do bring it. them on. Now, this isn't specifically for Mike. Anyone can answer these. But Mike, I do know this is one question that stood out to you, and that is are your texts flat rate? Are my texts flat rate? That's a great question everybody asks that. So I used to work in a dealership, so I understand what it's like to be flat rate with no guarantee. So my guys have two rates. They got their hourly rate and they got their flat rate. So if they beat their their actual physical time here and they beat their flat rate, they have a separate rate. So technically they are flat rate with a guarantee. So those guys are always going to go home with a paycheck. And that's one thing. That's my job as a business owner to make sure. And Seabass is my marketing guy. And <laughs> Zach's to get work through the door to keep them busy. So, yes, they are flat rate, but they also have a guarantee. So they're never not going to go home with a, a, a paycheck, you know, even if it is a slow week and they work 40 hours, they get 40 hours, you know, it might not be 80, but, you know, but it does happen. You know, Adam banging out 80 hours and we got Joel, you know, so it, 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 it moves. It moves for sure. Right. Next question. Um, how is Joel so good at fixing cars? Joel, how is Joel so good at fixing oh, cars? Oh, I can answer that easy. So Joel used to take apart this this little black E-Class here, and he used to pull the engine with a little baby engine crane and then <laughs> put it on the ground and then put it back in. And that's how we got so good. I want to hear Zach's <laughs> answer because he said I have an answer. I wasn't going to get it that far into it, but man, that kid is passionate. Passion. He loves what he does. He yeah. does. And when he's given his own set of, of work and he knows exactly what he's got to do, man, he cranks. Cranks. He's he good. Yep. He you know, and, and he's had, you know, a number of different Mercedes over the year, you know, from back in the 80s. He, he, well, not back in the 80s, but he had an 80s S-Class. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, that, I helped him sell that car, but I wish he didn't. It was wonderful. Really cool car. You know, now he's got another wagon and it's a 212 and... He's got a lot of a lot of vehicles, but the, the, what I'm trying to say is, he's very passionate, very. and I think that he takes that to work every day. He has, I think, I, I think he has the longest commute out of all of us, doesn't he? I don't give him that credit, buddy. <laughs> we can't, we can't but, spice him up with all that. But again, you know, the kid's got to drive. We all, well, Zach lives the closest. Yeah, I live eight Sebastian minutes. Sebastian lives <laughs> like an hour and what? 
Yeah. An hour. Yeah. Hour. Sixty I'm about, four miles. I'm about fifty five minutes. Joel is probably about an hour. Yeah. And then Adam's like fifteen minutes. So three of us has got a pretty long commute to come to it's this true. mansion. I mean, many people don't realize I'm the only one here that's not from New Hampshire. I come that's up true. from Massachusetts. We got an out of stater. Yeah. Commitment right there. <laughs> Commitment. <laughs> I pay taxes to work up here. <laughs> 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 uh, let's do a quick question uh what's the most miles you've seen on a mercedes engine mm. i could have sworn it was like seven hundred thousand. Oh, really whoa yeah oh do you remember you what i don't remember dude was like, it a diesel on, i'll be real yeah i'm like one of those people that if i saw high mileage i'm like cool right yeah <laughs> you don't you don't care I kind of am too. I, I think the most I've seen like, was like, like I, it's cool, but like it just doesn't it doesn't get me like that, right? You know what I mean? I think the most I saw was a sp- uh, like diesel Sprinter, like six hundred thousand. Right? Yeah, yeah. I seen six forty twos with like yeah six hundred thousand miles, but like I couldn't tell you specifically. But I've known I've seen a, a high mileage car, right? But I don't like we just had one with two hundred thirteen thousand miles. It was a CLA, right? Yep, that was pretty cool. Yeah, like two fifty. You're like two fifty. Our loaner car is two seventeen, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wouldn't know it. Um, this is a longer one. Let's hear it. This might answer to you and me separately. Why and how did you guys become automotive specialists? Ooh, so a lot of people don't know. But when I was sixteen, I used to just buy cars and sell them, but I didn't know how to fix them. And I'm like, in my head, like in my mastermind, I'm like. I'm like, I remember I sold a car and it needed an alternator. And I remember I was going to sell it for $5,000. Just because it needed an alternator, the guy offered me 2500 bucks, And I was still making profit. So I'm like, 16-year-old me, I'm like, yeah, cha-ching. I'll take 1000 bucks, But I could have just made 5000 if I just fixed the alternator. Mm-hmm. The alternator was right at the top of the engine. But I didn't know how to fix cars. So I'm like, all right. What if I went to school, learned how to fix cars, I fix them, and then I sell them? Ooh, <laughs> seems pretty lucrative. <laughs> Are we up to something here? I got another question for that. Ooh. So why Mercedes? Why Ooh. Mercedes? You want to know why? I do. They claim themselves to be the best at nothing. And you stood by that. And I stood by that. And I saw all the celebrities driving it. And I'm like, yep. you know what? I want to be fixing Jason Tatum's car. One <laughs> now, after fixing them and seeing them mechanically, do you still agree to that? What do you mean? Like, as, as far as them being the best? Yeah. Um, they're best in there in a certain way. Right. Um, like I think mechanical engineering, that sort of stuff. Design. I just feel like when it comes to design and what they're trying to get out, they really try to be the best yeah. at that aspect. And I, I think they pioneer a lot. No, they do. And I think then, they like you look at what is it? Radar guided cruise control, soft closed yeah, doors, no. air suspension, <clears throat> like all these different things. Yeah. To me, like I said, I think that's what makes them not saying like their engines and stuff are the best or anything like that but i just think all in whole like what they try to do is try to be the best um so it kind of relates to what i'm about yeah you know so um that's kind of how i feel about it but Mm -hmm. that's why mercedes and then nowadays i just feel like you really have to specialize in that one brand like i don't care what anybody says we could work on porsches we could work on bmws yep but we don't know them like that right could we fix them yeah I, yep. could, I could fix a Porsche. I could fix a Lambo. Right? Absolutely. And this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> this is exactly what's happening. Yeah. 
I don't know how many phone calls I get a day from either another European shop or somebody calling me that their car is at another European shop. They specialize in Mercedes, but they're not really that familiar with it. I see what you're saying. And I just feel like nowadays we really have to focus and specialize on what we're really good at. Like if you're going to specialize in Mercedes, you've got to make sure you have a Mercedes guy. If you're going to specialize in BMW, you've got to make sure you have a BMW. And that's where I just think the trade's coming because it's just like there's just so many things. I could just tell you all the little things in, at the dealership that I learned that I just know at a, a, a European guy wouldn't figure out just because like these are just like complicated things. They're just like, oh, yes. well, this needs to be updated. So that that is updated. You know, what cars I mean? are getting a lot more complicated. Yeah, no, they and are. Do you think because of that, we're going to start seeing a lot more independents that only specialize in one singular brand? Oh, it's uh, like I said, the whole industry is going to change. Yeah, that's going to happen. One, the pay raises is going up mm-hmm. and they're going to see a lot more specialty shops. 100%. You're gonna, you're gonna see it. You know, it's just like, I mean, it, it's it's just gonna happen. Yeah. And that's that's where I think we just, that's where we stand out, and that's why I'm confident in what we do, and we're gonna try to be better and better. Try to be leaders and pioneering in this in this industry. Right. Yeah. And like I said, it's not nothing about that. Like, can we fix a BMW? People ask us about that. We yeah. can, but tell them straight up, we're not going in the guts of that. Right. Could we? Yeah. But I'm. We're not gonna fake that. We don't know right. it like that. Right. I mean, I've always been amused by you since I met you. The fact that, and I know, I know you say you don't like to diagnose cars over the phone, but someone can just say, hey, Mike, I'm turning the key, but it's yeah. not, nothing's happening. Is my battery? Steering lock. Yep. Hey, Mike, uh, these codes are coming up. I don't know what's I going on. That. There's water <laughs> on the passenger yep. side. And then train. they don't believe me, and then they call me back. And, <laughs> and you come up to me like, see, Buzz, you want to see? Look. Rip it up. See, what did I say? What did I say? There's water right there, right? There's water in that, right? But yeah, I'm saying that's impressive. the difference. It, no, I, well, it, you it know impressive. the car. It is really. You cool. know it's false. Yeah. And here's the thing: is, is I don't even take like I don't even hype myself up because I've just been around it for so long, right? And I know it, and that's why we're just confident. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm not saying I'm always right, but use let's take hey, let's use that car from Pennsylvania as an example. <laughs> yep. He brought it to a European shop. He follow, the, the customer follows us on YouTube and loves our content, loves what we know all, all about. Like thank you knows, for the support. Thank you very much. And I'm telling you right now, he saw something in us. Mm-hmm. That's why he called a tow truck company the next day and he got it towed here six and a half hours away. Still blows my mind. It blows your mind, but this is what I'm trying to tell you. That's just a small thing. It is. I'm telling you right now, it's like I get calls every single day, mm-hmm. every single day. We have a GLK right out there for the same exact situation. He had a local shop try to take care of it. They couldn't figure it out. Right. Cheap parts. Right. Cheap parts. It took us how long to fix fix the car? <laughs> Not long at all. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I, we didn't even go into it thinking, oh, this. We're just looking at the facts. Like, you did all this, and it's not adding up to me. And I told the guy that over the phone. Like, it's not adding up. Right. Some, you're missing something. Right. And it's to me, it's just simple and obvious. You got to stop. You got to backtrack. You got to think. Think about the three C's. The yeah, back. let's let's talk about that for a minute. Like, like how do you get into that uh, thought that's a, process? Okay, hold on, before we stray into that, can I just bring up a point? Yeah. About our familiar, familiarity with Mercedes and how yeah. easily we can fix a car. That's not just our benefit. We're benefiting the customer, too. Because that repair Absolutely. just became so much cheaper in the fact that we could say, fix it in an hour versus another I, shop throwing parts at it for days trying to figure out what is going on. With and that's thing. where Absolutely. I get, and we're going to have another whole um, podcast about this. But it's about it's going to be about the process of when you call a shop and your car is somewhere else, right? And you're trying to get it fixed, and you're calling and you're calling us yep. and trying to figure out the issue. And like your car is at somebody else's shop, yep. And then when I tell you something, you're disagreeing with me, right? Mm-hmm. 
we're trying I'm to like, pick up where you left off, off. You know, we're trying to trying to get to the point. And here's of what's the thing going is, on. is we can't fix it if it's not in front of us. I could tell yeah. you something, but I don't know for a fact that's what it is. Right. I yeah. could, just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like I get it all the time. This guy calls me from Florida all the time. Right. He probably owes me, and he, I hope he's watching this. He probably <laughs> owes me. He owes me a Casamigos bottle, a Tito's <laughs> bottle. He says he's going to ship it because he keeps calling me every time yeah, he's yeah. got some Mercedes he's stuck on. But this yep. is what I deal with. Yep. I got these guys that you know specialize in, in the Mercedes. And like I said, I'm not beating that up. No. But it's just like just know what you're taking in. Yep. You know what I'm I saying? I give a lot of people a lot of credit for trying to do the things that they do on their own cars, I'm over especially here, Mercedes. I'm over here running a business. Yep. With four employees. Yep. And I'm over here on the phone with some guy from Florida. I mean, I've gotten Dubai, Florida, Australia. We get people trying to work for us from all over the world, world. even. Yeah. I got a I got a resume that I don't even I don't know if it was in Arabic or whatever. Yeah. But this is what I'm trying to say it's is incredible. You know, the reach is, is great. The reach is great. But just know, like, there's just a process to it when you call a shop. And you have to listen. If if you're calling somebody for advice, you have to listen. Yeah. Because at that point, in field, you're in need you know. of advice. Yep. And like I said, I'm not I'm not always going to be right, but I'm going to tell you straight up, I can't fix the car if it's not here. Right. Right. Can't fix the car if it's not here. Can't see what's broken if it's not in front of me. Right. <laughs> what's the next question? This is a, comes up pretty often in the industry in general, not just Mercedes, but your thoughts on electric vehicles. Thoughts on electric vehicles. Um, I mean, honestly, that's what it's going to change to. That's what we got to get used to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best thing about all of us guys is we love to adapt. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody asks me, what are you going to do about training? What are you going to do about electric cars? What are you going to do about this? I'm like, We're going to be just fine. Right. What I find amusing is people assume because there's no engine, there's no maintenance. That car still has suspension <laughs> components that are going to wear out. Still mm-hmm. has brakes that are going to wear out. They're going to be still has tires are going to wear out. Brakes, you're going to be replacing your... You know, your little HEPA filter. Or it still HEPA has a very there. extensive cooling system for that whole electrical. Oh, there's coolant lines everywhere. Exactly. Coolant lines everywhere. Not to say how many electrical yeah. problems these cars are going to have. Yeah, and then people are going to be changing the coolant lines. And gonna No, but anyways, like, uh, I, I don't I don't have any hard feelings on electric cars. Honestly, one day I, I plan on one. I just feel like they're overpriced right now. I'm kind of there. Right. No, I mean, you're somewhat there. Chevy Volt. <laughs> Volt game. Take my way <laughs> You know, I, st- I told this to Zach. I don't know if yep. I told you this. What about they sell an uh, air suspension kit for the Volt? <laughs> so bag the Volt and get a vanity plate that says low Listen, voltage. All right, I'm going to tell oh, you. Right. Low voltage as a la- vanity plate. <laughs> all right. This is what we're going to do. What is that What is that company called? Bag Riders? Yeah, it's like a group of people or something like that. Is Car that, group or something? No, you know the name of their... Yeah, Bag Riders. No, it's a company. I have no idea what you're talking about. Dude. Airlift? I'm, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was called Bag... Anyway, I whatever I mean, company, multiple. Airlift, Bag Riders, or whatever it is. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If you bag your car, yeah. we make a video on it and it goes viral, Yeah. we can open up MTech 2 Boston. MTech Auto Works, Boston. And you can run the whole thing by yourself. Easy. Easy? You got <laughs> Easy. This? And you can just flex outside. We focus <laughs> solely on hybrids. Only. You know, actually, I was talking to, this, uh, to Joel about this. When you weren't in the shop. We were scheming. We're going to start our own shop. We only wear turtlenecks. Turtle. And we <laughs> only work on hybrid vehicles. 
With fake glasses on? <laughs> fake clear lens glasses on. Because yeah. we're sophisticated. We only work in hybrid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sound like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Do you guys also like other car brands? American slash JDM. Do we like those? I mean just german power you know what i mean um not a really big bmw guy zach is i don't mind a bmw i hate yeah. bmw well, some of them are pretty <laughs> nice i just like working on them i don't care for but yeah um if i'm buying a car it's a benz yep or a lamborghini honestly <laughs> i'm for anything vw group yeah primarily audi yeah yeah no audis are nice yeah. I, I i used to be a big audis are nice yeah. yeah i'm a big oh yeah they are yeah like if I was if I had a kid or something I'd put him in a Jetta. Yeah. Wouldn't put him in a You're saying like as a car for them. Yeah, a car uh, for them. Like gotcha. a reliable like what am I you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like you get you you get those German luxury. You know what I mean? You get a sunroof, you get a heated seat, you yep. get bluetooth, you yep. get a touchscreen, you mm -hmm. get all that. Mm -hmm. Get all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I we do like Volkswagens. Yep. And Audis. And, and Japanese BMWs. cars? Japanese cars, um, that's from my guy, uh, Dumoulin Factory. Yep. <laughs> that's from my guy, Dumoulin Factory. You guys need a race car, you know who to call. All right. What's next? Um, I got one more question. Ooh. Ready? Yeah. This is a big one. Ooh. You sure? Ready? <laughs> they know how I am a big question. Okay. <laughs> what are the shop goals for this year? What are the shop goals? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Oh, let me get this out. We've already achieved one. This is one, but a lot of people don't know I'm very goal oriented. Um, we had a goal that I'm I'm a big believer in setting realistic goals. Mm -hmm. um, let's not be over realistic. Let's be realistic. I mean, we see where we've come, but my last year was really about trying to connect with new customers. And I'll be honest with you guys, you don't realize this, but I think half of our customers were all new customers. Yeah. And what people don't really understand is like a lot of those customers are going to be repeat customers. And I always say every summer, I've always said it. It's like, it's going to be scary. And I said that last summer. Right. And it was like, I'll never forget. I even asked Joel, even asked Joel, we lined up like seven B services. And we just knocked them all out in one day. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I think really this year is just really trying to stand out and really showcase what we're all about. Right. You remember how some of the customers were starting to, to get when they started to see new faces? Yes. Because they don't trust them. Yep. So this year is really me trying to showcase what we're all about. Mm -hmm. What you are about. What Sebastian's all about. What Joel and Adam are about. And really showcasing that. And that's why when Adam got here you know we showcased him in a video and every video Absolutely. he's in is a hit yeah i don't know and if it's because of the stuff. beard it could be that beard honestly it, i, don't I think i'm you think that thing's real absolutely i could not. go on about this for hours <laughs> this is, is his entire podcast episode think? right here not at all no uh, yeah it's i, I mean even his his fiance has admitted more it's, beard it's, it's drawn on yeah it's definitely <laughs> it's drawn on. she <laughs> says she has a pencil he draws on yeah the you remember when you wanted me to spray some stuff on his beard? yeah i mean <laughs> he said hey my, my couple pieces of the glue fell off can you spray paint the rest fill it in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no yeah. but honestly this, 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 the he won't tug on it i asked him tug on it prove it's real he won't he refuses right 
Yeah. No, but all seriousness, our goals really are about to <laughs> to really stand out and really showcase what we're really about, um, and really getting out there and and showcasing, like I said, what we're all about. Mm-hmm. We're not here to. I don't know how to describe this. Like, I didn't start a business, like I said, to make money. Right. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's like, what, what does that mean? Like, obviously, you have to make money to stay alive. But at the same time, I've always been a big big believer in doing what's right is yep. what's going to make you money. And that's how I was at the dealership. And that's why I always made a lot of money. Exactly. And that's why I stayed late. I just felt like, you know, the advisor promised it for Friday. And I'm like, dude, it's Tuesday. Yep. This is like... I can do this in my sleep. He's promising for a Friday. And what does he do? He comes into work. Mike Perez has already got the RO, all already invoiced and everything's done. That's why they were always on my side. And a lot of this is, like I think, about, you know, jumping. You right. Know, taking that, you know, that risk. Risk. You know, finally doing it. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that, are, you know, they talk about it. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Right. You know, you have to have that intuition to doing it. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. that drive. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, that's one of our biggest goals. But another thing is really reaching, um, you know, young individuals that want to be in the industry, want to make it in industry, maybe that want to own their own shop, maybe they want to do something just like this. And you know what? If, if anybody messes me and they're like, I'm telling you, if they put me a paragraph, anybody, they get like so excited when I reply back. But if somebody would text me a big paragraph of like what they're trying to do in life and like, that they want to try to build a shop and do this, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to reply instantly. And I'm going to give you everything. And I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to be very direct. You got to do this. You got to do this. And I think some people take it the wrong way. But some that's how you have to be. Yeah, You can't be scared to take the leap. And that's what, I mean, you hear all these motivational speeches about you need to do this, you got to sacrifice this. Like all these millionaires had to go $3 million in debt. Like you have to be comfortable with not having money. Yeah. Like, one thing I don't even flinch about is payroll. Yep. And it's like, if everybody knew what I'd pay for payroll uh, a week, they'd be like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. trying to say? But I don't even flinch, dude. Yeah. It's just yeah. my job to make sure <laughs> we can, can cover it. And I've never, ever, ever, ever in my life, and this is one of my biggest fears in my life, and being able to come to you guys and say, hey, I can't pay you guys this week. Yeah. Every week. I pay you guys. Mm-hmm. It's true. Every single week. It's very true. And that is like, to me, that's one of my biggest accomplishments, you know? But that's the that's one of the things that you got to understand is that everybody thinks they're going to open up their own shop and they think they're going to run it by themselves. And I thought that. I was, what, six months in and Seabass reached out to me and <laughs> the first day, <laughs> what did I have downstairs? <laughs> I walk in my first day at 6 or 3 I'm Tech Auto Works alright I'm ready to be the media guy ready to start filming ready to start editing I walk in that we shop we got leafs rolling in the shop <laughs> I walk are. into that shop Mikey to the side has a little plastic folding table piles of papers from the dealership old invoices piles and his laptop sitting wow. right on top all right, this is what I'm working with right here. This is my office. <laughs> I don't want anybody to know this, but can you tell them the car that we were working on? Uh, we had a 370Z Nissan. <laughs> You're kidding. That we were doing the brakes on. That was what the second car that day. The first day, and the first car was a Sprinter. I think you were fixing the door handle on it. Really? And I, was just, I don't even remember that. I was just helping wow. you hold the door panel. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Wow. And then the Dude, second was car. Was it an old one? Yeah. The old, old one. The old one. You yeah. know, he's still I think, our customer. I think it was a Dodge at that time. Yeah. You know who it is? 
Oh. You know what Dodge Sprinter I'm talking about? The old one. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yep. I know exactly who he's still our customer, is. dude. Yeah, he bet. drove. Yep. He, dude, he drove wow. like three hours. He's from hours. Maine, right? Yeah, yeah he three is. hours yeah. up in Maine. I yep. remember that. He'll camp out here. One of our, he's. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. I still remember the. That's crazy. I remember yeah. now because we were and converting he is such the door. a great client. It too. was electric. It yep. was electric. Door right. That's what it was. Yep. And we were converting it to it. It's crazy, man. It I remember my first day pulling up. You walk out of your car. You ready for this? I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we and we filmed our first video. Our, we, my the 370. first, my yeah. first video was of a Nissan. I was wearing a hat, dude. I never wear a hat. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen you in one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's how you know. It's like now I get a haircuts every week. <laughs> Mike Prez's fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good times, man. We got another question. Or is that it? That's it. Oh, so I kind of went over. Our goals, yeah, right. Basically, want to just help try to support people, yeah. even shop owners. Like, if you really have tips on what you want to do to take it to the next level. Now, I'm not saying we're to the next level, but we thrive on making things different, and we're just constantly trying to grow. And <laughs> believe me, I always tell these guys we're only 15% loaded. We're not even there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we're gonna you know, help you take it to the top, but we can throw in some tips yep. of what, you know, you might be able to do to separate yourself from anybody that you're around and just know that you're not the best and that you could be better. I mean, like you said, we're still learning. We're still every learning. day. So, you know, I pretty much think we uh, solved everything up today. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty cool first podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed watching. Um, personally, I'd like more uh, Q and A's coming through, so we have uh, some things to talk about. We'll also get you know Joel and Adam the techs, so then we can have like a little tech talk about you know what maybe some reliable Mercedes or uh, reliable engines are, mm-hmm. which would be great. You know, this is awesome. We finally got Zach on the camera, so you guys really know what Zach is about. Um, he is the goat. Of what he does, and clearly a fantastic podcast host. He I can't really be saying is. this better honestly, myself. This honestly, is, this is <laughs> that was That's, a great. Thank you for job. having me, guys. Thank you. It's like we've been doing this for ten years. I was honestly let's surprised when when Sebastian asked you and you said, "Yeah," I was like, "All right, let's do it." Round of applause for no, for I already Zach. knew it was going to be good. <laughs> Round of applause for Zach. Hell yeah! <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think we covered a lot today. You know, we we covered. We're a lot just of the not going to say any more Mercedes Benz of you know. Of Mercedes Benz of what? We're not gonna say Mercedes Benz of <laughs> <laughs> anymore. <laughs> We're just not doing that. Our partners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. We 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 love everybody, man. It's yeah. Just like I said, um, it's just one of those things. It's um, just for us. Trust the process. You know, believe in yourself. You know, this sounds a little corny, but <laughs> you know, it just takes a lot of takes a lot of intuition. Um, you know, everyone's doing their own thing. But, uh, you know, keep chugging. That's all I can say. All right, guys, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. (laughs) All right, let's do this. (laughs) We're famous. (laughs) We're famous. Shit, boys. (laughs) Ow! Six for three on ten podcast episode. That's the negay. Oh, put it on, put it on. You gotta mix me.
Hold on. You gotta mix me. Gotta on, mix let, me, me. let me figure this out. Hold on. This is my first episode. Hold on. Give me a minute here. Give me a minute. We're running out of time. We're running out of time. Uh, Can't even figure it out, media guy. <laughs> hey, it's me, Mikey B. Trey. Wow. Yo. Anyways, have a great night, fellas. We're gonna do this again. See you next time. We'll dominate the <laughs> podcast world. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>